Hello, and welcome to another episode of We Should Have Recorded That with Phil and Adam. Unfortunately, we have no Phil this week, so it's just We Should Have Recorded That with Adam. Was Sir Wa <laughs> instead of Was Sir Wapa. Uh, so, uh, anyway, I am delighted to be hosting my first episode of our podcast solo. Although, of course, I would prefer to have my partner in crime with me. So, Phil, we miss you, we love you, and we hope to have you back with us next week. Uh, Dear listeners, please remember to subscribe, comment, share, like, and follow us. We are Wasertwapa on Facebook and Instagram. That's the acronym of We Should Have Recorded That with Phil and Adam, W-S-R-T-W-P-A. And on YouTube, you can find us by our full title if you would prefer to watch our podcast rather than listen to it. So, uh, I have the pleasure this week of continuing our Where Are They Now series with none (laughs) other than Miss Basha Thomas. Basha, welcome. Hey, hey. (laughs) It's so great to see you again. Yes. You too. I miss your voice. I miss your energy. I Ah. miss your voice and your (laughs) energy. Um, I really do. I really do. Uh, We were saying off the air that we uh, would not, we wouldn't catch up too much until we had hit the record button. So this is very spontaneous, me getting to catch up with Basha Thomas, who was my, one of my students at Delta State, just like last week's Chandler Smith. Uh, And we have a few more former students coming up to share their journeys with us. So, Basha, let's begin by reflecting on your time in Cleveland, Mississippi. Uh, What brought you to Delta State? What What were those four years like as a piano performance major? What else did you learn? So, um... It actually starts back when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. Um, I went to Overton High School in Memphis, Tennessee. Um, And Dr. You know, actually, no. It goes back to middle school because that's when I first met Dr. Shin. Wow. um, At a competition. Mm -hmm. And she was one of the judges. And I was was in eighth grade and I uh, performed the box uh, Prelude and C. Mm -hmm. Um, And I played that and... I got, I think I, I got um, either first or third. I don't remember. But I remember her coming up to me and she was like, oh my gosh, you know, what are, are you looking, you know, to go, you know, to go to college? Like, where do you think about it? And I was in eighth grade. So I was just like, I don't know, you know. What? That's amazing. Um, yeah. So she was like, but, you know, you did so well. I just remember her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I went to, so she said, you should come, go to the performing arts high school. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's when she introduced me to Overton. And so I was like, okay, I should go. So I went to Overton High School, and then Dr. Shan, she does the master classes at, mm-hmm. um, for our piano program there. And so that's kind of how I met Dr. Shan and Dr. Shimizu, because they would like mm-hmm. come like together. And so for the, those four years, they would always come. They would always you know, help me, like build me up. And they was like, you should come to Delta State. You should come to Delta State, like mm-hmm. every year. And that's how I ended up coming to Delta State. They gave, got me a scholarship and everything. And that's kind of how that journey started. But while I was at Delta State, um, 
I felt, especially coming from, so I'm in New Jersey, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, you're in New Jersey coming now, from, yeah. mm-hmm. yes. So coming from like, you know, that small town in Mississippi, it just, mm. and coming here is such a big difference. So I really appreciate it more. I really appreciated my time at Delta State more now, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm. you know, because it was just very like a very um, family type, like community feel. Yes. And I really miss that. Mm-hmm. That was really the, the main things that I could think about when I reflect going back to Delta State was just how not it's not, not even homey it's just very close like very you know yeah. tight-knit um yes. community and it is amazing really how you that. yeah you appreciate it more yeah. when you've left it than you appreciate right. it when you're there yes and even when i was there i mean we we did have some good have some good times mm-hmm. um i really the, the professors at delta state university I didn't realize how great everyone actually was. Like they were very personalized versus here where it's like you're expected to be great. No one really cares about mm. that part because it's mm. like if you if you make a mistake, okay, we can find someone to replace you. You know, mm. versus, you know, they them taking the time um to like really focus on each and every student. I just I wish that I could thank them or like go back down and just like, thank you so much for what y'all did. <laughs> <laughs> All but right. yeah. Well, you can send them an email and say, listen to the podcast. I'm going to send them an email. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, there you go. There you go. <laughs> That's right. They can, they can see you. They can watch it. me doing all that. <laughs> yeah. Basha, what do you think? So you just talked about the faculty as like one of the sources of that tight-knit community what other what else do you think is in the secret sauce because i reflect on the same thing it was very much um there, there was very much like a family how what were what were the other reasons that delta state and especially the music department were like that i mean it was very small and mm-hmm. everybody came from you know everybody wasn't really from mississippi like they mm-hmm. came from all over mm-hmm. um so i think just that part like they could they could give us those experiences that we never thought because we we you know we grew up around mississippi tennessee like we don't really know what's going on or around the world so it was yeah. those experiences that they brought there um that part but then also um, I think because it was just a small program, well, smaller compared to, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it really gave us the chance to get to know everyone. And I just feel like, I mean, and it wasn't, it was a, it wasn't a big building. It had two floors, you know? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So it wasn't, you know, that big. So it made us see, okay, when we walk in past each other, we know. You know, it was just very small. However, it, it, that's kind I feel like that's really what it was because there were like so many, um, not so many, but there were a lot of opportunities for us to see each other. Mm -hmm. I think that was kind of the thing. Yes. It's like, oh, hey, you know, you saw the professor just walking. You saw the, you know. Versus mm-hmm. at a big school, you you would hardly see anybody, you know. Right. But yeah, right. I, I mean, I'm sure there are there are many other moments. That's 
that's kind of what I'm trying to remember. <laughs> yeah, I'm I agree with you. The, yeah. And you know, Basha, one of the things that I thought was magical about what happened there, and you're actually a prime example of this, is how much students grew during their four years. Yes. I mean, for myself, you have no idea. <laughs> like, okay, I went there. I came to that school. Let's, let me just quickly go back. Yes. Let's go back to Basha when she was in high school. First of all, I was in choir, you know, obviously. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I hated singing. I was terrified of singing. Mm -hmm. I, and when they said, oh, you can be in the choir, like that when Dr. Shane was like saying, you can be in the choir, I was just kind of like, I'm not going to be in the choir. <laughs> I can't sing. <laughs> I mean, like, I was terrified. I mean, I was terrified to do a lot of things. But as far as piano, I couldn't read music like that. <laughs> I just, I was one of the yeah. students that uh, listened to the recordings and just played what they did and barely read mm. the music. But Dr. Shan and Dr. Shimizu challenged me those four years. Every single year, it was just like, if you want to play these songs, you have to read. You have yes. to read. And I hated it. I cried. I remember crying in front of Dr. Shimizu. And she was just like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like... You don't have to do anything. Just let me be, you know. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, but anyway, the growth that, the time that they spent on us, mm. I mean, we had no choice but to grow. They, they yes. wasn't going to let us not grow. Yes. And that's what I really appreciate. Because when you go out into the world, it's not about if you can play the notes on the you know if you can play all the notes if you can read all the notes it's about discipline it's yes. about pat what are you really passionate about and how are you going to grow how are you going to you can't stay in the same oh, you know yes. what i'm saying in the same mm -hmm. mindset mm -hmm. what are you gonna do when it's not a piano in front of you like yes. you're gonna use those same resources yes right, right. so oh I, amen <laughs> honestly i mean listen <laughs> A musical I mean, education is invaluable because yes, it teaches so many de like so many life skills outside of music, right? Yes, that's what I try to teach um, for my students mm. uh, because it's not just about playing the piano. Yes, it is nice. I want you to become fabulous pianists, but you're not. You know, <laughs> you have your other like dreams and aspirations. Mm -hmm. I am teaching you discipline. I'm teaching you that if you want to work hard, if you want to do the things you want to do, you have to work for it. Yes. Yes, and exactly. That's my motto. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, before we get too, too down the rabbit trail of like the You're grand right. philosophy <laughs> of music. Tell, I'm okay, sorry. So, uh, don't, don't apologize. Asha, this is phenomenal. <laughs> this is this is why we wanted you on this podcast <laughs> because you have wisdom to share. Uh, uh, but okay, so you uh, have alluded to the difference between small school Delta State and big school. So tell us about the big school you went to after graduating from DSU. Okay, so I would say it wasn't. It was bigger than Delta State, but I don't think it was a big school. Mm. It was, it was Montclair State University in Montclair, New Jersey. Um, 
the it was a different feel. It was a different mm. stage. It was we don't care if you don't know how to read music. Mm. <laughs> it's you read the music or you're gonna fail. And mm. I liked that. <laughs> I liked that. <laughs> I, you know, I hated it at first, but again, you can always appreciate something. You know, mm. once you once you've been through it and you're in, a, you're gone. Then I hated it, but when I look back on those performances I did at at Montclair State, I'm like, oh, I actually really, really grew. Like mm. it was no longer the coddling. Oh, you can do it, Basha. You can do it. It was no longer that. It was yes. if you can't do this, you. Are not good enough <laughs> yeah, yeah and it, it it did mess with me it messed with me but you have to have a you really do have to have a strong mind to be able to overcome that mm -hmm. and to see beyond what they're trying to really tell you yes because it's true i mean in life you don't no one's gonna coddle you or no one's gonna mm -hmm. you know always give you those um affirmations or uh not uh what's the word those Things that let you know that you're doing great. Yeah. Assurance or something like that. Right, right. You know, um, so it's like you have to, and that's kind of, that was actually the challenge. That, I'm going down the rabbit hole. I'm sorry. No, this is um, great. This is, but this is great. That, right, but that's why I, um, life after school was, it was hard because I was so used to the small school energy, the small mm -hmm. town, the you can do it. And I didn't have that here, especially yes. not in New Jersey. Okay. <laughs> so I had to, you know, really become that person for me. Yeah. And that grad school really changed the game. Okay. Mm. It really told me, hey, you know, we need you to get it together. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I got it together. And mm. I'm, I'm glad that even though I really struggled those two years mentally because I was not used to that I'm I'm happy that I got to experience that and that made me become the person that I really want to be you know today and that's why I really do feel like the successes I've made is because of that just you know hardcore stop playing with yourself like yeah. you can do it you know yeah what would but, you um, so you you know you've said that during grad school you like were tasked to get your act together. What mm -hmm. ways did you feel you like uh, were most challenged to get your act together? What were the okay. things you needed to learn? Okay, here here we go. Okay, so um, I okay at Delta State I was. Uh, the collaborative pianist. I was mm -hmm. one of the collaborative pianists, mm -hmm. you know. Um, I know you I, played for you played for the chorale, and you played beautifully. Yeah. Yes, I loved conducting um, when you were at the piano. Oh, I loved being up there. It was actually pretty cool, you know, to just like, you know, come in with you and everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, um, there were a lot of things that I felt. Maybe when I was at Delta State, I think I was a baby a little bit mm. um, because, of course, the hard, harder pieces went to Dr. Shimizu. We got the um, little baby pieces, but but 
I felt like I always felt like I was struggling to perform with singers or because mm. well, well no we had a lot of time so we had um, time to to practice yes but at grad school it's not it's not about time it's about sight reading yes. <laughs> and that was my biggest thing. You know, coming to from high school to Delta State, I didn't know how to read music. So sight reading was that growth thing for yep. me at Delta State. But I wasn't still, I still wasn't there. You know what I mean? Yep. I was struggling. You know, you don't want to say, but you know, I was struggling. <laughs> I, yes. I, <laughs> you, you know. <laughs> anyway. You know. Gosh, you and I are fellow pianists. You know, yes, that's, so you're like you a, know. <laughs> you're a real pianist, and I'm like used to be. <laughs> and yes, I. But I know at, what but you're we about. think, yeah, we yeah. think the same. So, but when I went to grad school, it was I couldn't, I didn't have months to to right. prepare. Right. It was, um, you know, we're coming to this lesson. Here are the songs. We need you. This, yep. you know, we need this actually done like today. Just like, be ready. You know, yeah, yeah. Just be ready. And then, you know, the next week, be you know. So I got a lot of backlash from teachers. Teachers would be like, um, is she really good? Like, is she really a master's student? Like, I would get that. And my teacher would tell me, you know, they're telling, you know, they're saying this about you. And I was, I, that, that hurt me a lot. Mm. But it really kind of, you know, I hated that. But I, I got my act together. Like, it, may, it kind of forced me to yes. just, you know, okay, you need to spend more time sight reading like you need to just spend more time mm -hmm. and um i still i still did horrible <laughs> it was still horrible but i um i i during that time while i was in grad school i picked up a job teaching at uh, teaching piano students and while i was on those while i was waiting for my students to show up because sometimes they wouldn't sometimes they you know wouldn't <laughs> While I, in those breaks, like the hour breaks or thirty minute breaks, I would just pick up a book and just read it, like mm, sight read it. Yeah, and I did that consistently for a year, and it was just a magic. And I wouldn't have been able to do that, like if if no one had forced me. You know, yes. hey, you are bad. <laughs> mm. If no one had said that. I would not have thought to just pick up some books and, you know, really go for it. Yes. I would have thought that I was good or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. and that changed the game. Yes. So I I was kind of afraid to go back into um, playing for singers and, you know, things like that. But I got a job at Arkansas State University to um, do the um, to collaborate mm -hmm. uh, with the students there and well, it was off-site because I was sitting in recordings, okay. like, yeah. day after day after day. I was probably playing, like, maybe 50 songs a month or something like that. Yeah, right. Um, and I just got so good at it. <laughs> I just got so good at sight reading. Yes. And it was like, wow. So that, the grad school, it jump-started me to, you know, that was, that was a challenge, but it really, you know, it really made me fail. Mm. so that I could succeed, you know, yes. later on. Yes. And that was what I needed. Oh. It was horrible. Yes. But that was what I needed. <laughs> yes. Oh. But yeah. I love 
Okay, those are some powerful lessons that you learned. Yes. I mean, even, just, I mean, come, that part, but also come, the other lesson was that, you know, coming from a small town to a big city, that in itself was already, the people here are different. I don't mm -hmm. know the mannerisms. Like, why is no one being nice to me? I don't know what's happening. <laughs> You're calling that people the, sir and ma'am, and they're looking like that. Yeah, and they're like, like grow to the third eyeball. Yeah, they're like, don't call me ma'am. I'm not old, and I'm like, I wasn't <laughs> saying you were old. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you know. Yes, it, it was a lot of that. Um, that was another challenge, and also, of course, like the race challenge. Mm. <laughs> that was a huge thing because um, you know, if people down south are very polite and and very they're not gonna say much about you know mm -hmm. race mm. but up here oh they just oh, you know i don't like your hair i think it's too aggressive i think you should put it up or straighten it a what? lot of it who oh yeah who said that to you I can't say. I mean, like, like <laughs> what kind of person says that to you? Uh, professors. No. Yeah. Oh, my yes. word. Yes. Okay. You yes. like, you know, I am a damn Yankee, but I <laughs> still think I that's mean, inappropriate. Yeah, that, that's, I'm not slandering the school. Mm -hmm. um, but they have a lot to work on. We all do, right? We all do. Yep. And, you know, I'm just saying yep. from my experience, like, yep. that's, that, you know. I hear you. That was kind of, that what, was another challenge. What so. other ways were, was uh, race a challenge for mm -hmm. you, especially after moving up north? Um, it was, I mean, I really felt like people didn't know what I was, like, who I, like, what I was doing. Mm -hmm. I always felt outcasted. A little bit because it was like oh she played piano or she played jazz like you know it was, <laughs> it, was mm. it was the they didn't know what I was doing there um, and me being bad I mean I wasn't bad let me stop saying that <laughs> <laughs> that's right let me stop saying that I wasn't bad I just uh, was you know I you had some adjusting. weaknesses yeah I had some weaknesses and I yeah. was adjusting right, I, right. I, you know I wasn't at my best because I had mm -hmm. been you know yeah. it was new so it was just like oh um, and I, I really got it a lot from the Asian community it was like oh can she really play or oh. I mean I heard the comments and I heard from other people what they were saying so it was like that was a challenge you wow. know that made me sad of course of but course. again I had to get over it um, because that wasn't my focus. I couldn't mm -hmm. focus on that. Right. I had right. to focus on sight reading. <laughs> I had to yeah. focus on, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. It was just like those little moments um, that I just wasn't used to. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah I understand. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you finished your master's degree in piano performance mm -hmm. at Montclair State. And what have you been doing since then? So, um, I was teaching at that school that I had mentioned, but mm -hmm. I ended up taking my power <laughs> back uh -huh. and I decided to quit <laughs> mm -hmm. because 
Because I really feel like, as far as money, okay, because let, let's face it, it's really expensive to live up here. Yes. And we have to do what we have to do. Yes. And I really, and I found the hustle mindset that you have to have up here, yep. that you can't, you know, necessarily have to have down south. Right. But I figured it out. I said, okay, I am getting paid not what I'm worth. Um, and that was my thing. Like that, that was kind of the biggest thing that I was focused on. Like, what is my worth? How yes. much am I, you know, how much is my worth? You know? And so they were trying to put me in this contract at the school. And I said, I can't, the contract was, you can't, you cannot teach at another school. Mm -hmm. You can only teach at our school. But it was a part-time job. It wasn't like a oh, full-time, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. So it was like, I can't just get rid of, you know, so I had to quit. I didn't have a job for like a couple of months. I ended up um, just going off on a whim and just like emailing this like really top <laughs> school of music. Um, and they was like, oh, you're doing interviews. I emailed them when they're doing interviews. So um, they was like, hey, do you want to do an interview? I got the job. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I got the job. Um, and that was, I mean, that's a really good school that I'm working at now. Yeah. And then I also was like, okay, let me have my own private students because I want to build a studio. Like I want to yeah. also have other, you know, forms of income, but also just, I want to have my own students. Yes. I want to do the own, the recitals and everything. And I just, again, went to Facebook on the little, uh, community page. Hey, I'm looking for, um, students, um, this age, you know, hit me up i got like 50 clients wow. like saying hey i need a teacher i yes. mean this was you know the summertime so mm -hmm. like you know everybody so um so i got a studio not 50 students but <laughs> but i got like a pretty pretty good size maybe like uh like 15 yeah. 16 students so i'm excited about that um i've been just kind of hustling though i've been working like odd jobs just trying to stack up money because i'm i'm not about to, well it was a whole it's a whole thing i'm not gonna get into but i was struggling trying to do life after college mm. like i was you know i didn't know anything about this type of lifestyle mm. i had roommates it was it was a mess <laughs> and i finally Finally, this year, 2021, got my own place, got Ooh. my own jobs, got my own. I got a cat. I got a cat. You are such a grown-up. I got a cat. I know! <laughs> <laughs> I know! I'm just like, who am I? <laughs> I love it. And so you, yeah. are you still, are you living in Montclair? No, so I'm living in Caldwell, um, okay. New Jersey. But still, like, is, uh, New York it's, City. It's the same area. Right, yeah, like, you, you're you right yeah. there, right across the river. Oh, we, I, I go to the city all the time. I want to yes. live in the city <laughs> eventually, okay. but yeah. it's hard. I, it's, yeah. it's crazy, but I would love to live in New York one day. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm still, so right now, I'm actually in the mindset of, of shifting because I don't want to teach all my life mm -hmm, mm -hmm. actually that's a lie i like teaching yeah i actually like teaching i just want to perform more okay. i want to yes. be more on the stage a little bit more yes. like i want i have some 
things that I create. Like I'm actually a, I'm not a composer, but I improv very well. Like uh, I'm a very, uh, a creative. Yes. I like to just you know create and you know do that type of thing. So I, I'm you know um, I'm striving towards that aspect of my of my music career. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been performing. Uh, I performed with some um, groups, some uh, trios like flute, mm-hmm. uh, flute and cello. Okay. Um, I've done a, a sextet with a brass mm-hmm. um, ensemble. And yeah, I just really, right now, I'm really just trying to focus on what I can do as far as like perform yeah. more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where I am. So that's the next step <laughs> yeah. for you. Yeah. Yay. Oh. That's great. Oh, Basha, it's so good to, you know, just hear about what you've been up to and what you've learned and dream with you about what might come next. Yes, I am all about moving forward. Yes. Like, I'm always about, okay, what's the next step? Because we're not going to do this. You know, we're not gonna. I can't sit still. Right. <laughs> like yes. I, I, I have to keep going. Um, because I don't feel good when I just like sit. Like yeah. I, I mean, I caught myself saying. Um, I mean, I caught myself being kind of nervous. Like, okay, everything's going good. Like, and nothing is happening. Is this great? Am I doing? Am I here? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Did I make it? Yeah. <laughs> but it's like you know you can. You can, you know, of course, be comfortable for a little bit. Yes. Um, but, you know. Yes. Would, That's how I am. would Basha of 10 years ago, what would Basha of 10 years ago think of Basha of today? Honestly, Basha of 10 years ago wouldn't be surprised. I'm not even going to put, I'm not going to like... Yeah. Uh, because I've always knew mm. where I was going to go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I've been talking about going to New York since I was, or performing in New York since I was a child. I mean, and it's just kind of like, and I'm not to say that to brag on myself because it's not about that, mm. but it is about recognizing what you've done. Yeah. Like, I really was... <laughs> I really said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go to New York. Y'all watch me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then went through the things that people don't want to go through. Yeah. People don't want to go through the, you know, the people don't want to go through the hard things. You, you don't. It's like it's easy to just get the job, you know, yep. do the the mundane, you know, the routine. But it's. It takes those that type of person to go through the thing you don't want to go through to get to where you want to go. Yes. And I had to learn that. I didn't know. I I, I felt like I came from a kind of privileged, sheltered life. Um, in the sense of, you know, everybody was like, "You can do it, Basha. You can do it." There was never any challenges for mm. me until I came here. And yeah. I had to, re- that was a challenge. It was like, 
are you sure you can play piano? Are mm. you sure you're good? Are you sure? Like a lot of those doubts. Yes. I mean, depression was real uh, up here. Yeah. You know, I had, but you, it's like, you have to go through it. Mm. You have to go through it to, yep. to like you, like I said, you have to go through the, I had to go through that hard time at grad school yes. to realize what I, you know, to realize, to appreciate it. I had to do the, the small town Delta State to appreciate yeah, that. right, right. You know? Yeah. So it's like I had to go through it. I didn't like it. I had to go through the depression to appreciate life and to appreciate what my true purpose is mm -hmm. and what, you know, it's, is it about playing piano? It's really not. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> it's about just continuing to go, like to be the best version yeah. of yourself. And I know I'm like talking too much and this is a whole sermon and I'm trying not to do this. <laughs> no, I preach, preach. But, <laughs> but I really, you know, I really grew and I'm just proud of myself, I guess. Yes. <laughs> I'm proud of myself. Well, Basha. Because I don't get to say that a lot. <laughs> Basha, I am super proud of you too. <sighs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, and I, I just couldn't yeah. agree with you. It was hard. Uh, yes, but as you've said, you know, without that, without the challenges, yeah, there are no successes. So there are no successes. Yeah. Oh, such good stuff. Uh, anything else that you just want to put into the universe now that we are recording? Oh, okay, okay, okay. I've been, like I said, I've been trying to perform more. Mm -hmm. I really. I am going to perform with an orchestra. Yes. On a on a and I'm gonna perform a concerto, piano concerto. Um, whether that be Mozart, Rachmaninoff, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm going to perform with an orchestra in the like within the next five years. I love that within the next five years we're gonna we you are, know i'll be specific and say within next year within the next year we just go we're just gonna go for it all right orchestral <laughs> conductors listening to this podcast bosh is available hit me up <laughs> hit me up i'm not playing i'm not playing that's amazing <laughs> uh, all right basha thomas i don't know if you're familiar with our podcast but we always end with two recurring segments First, about current events, and the second, we talk briefly about what we learned this week from the podcast. You game to play along? Sure. All right. <laughs> uh, I'll go first so that you see how okay. it's done. Uh, current okay. event this week. Um, I am um, just, I, I'm, I'm very interested. I'm a little bit of a news junkie. Listeners of the, okay. of the podcast know that. Uh, and so one of the podcasts that I listen to every day is the NPR Politics Podcast. And mm -hmm. I stay pretty attuned to what's going on in national level politics. And mm -hmm. this, this like off-year election uh, that, that happened on Tuesday that seems to have been a real wake-up call for a lot of people. And they're trying to make, you know, they're trying to figure out what it means for the midterms next year and even for 2024 when we have another presidential election. And uh, yeah. I am just going to say this. I 
<laughs> I, maybe it's because I'm such a news junkie, but I'm really just fed up with like all politics and politicians. Honestly, same. Yes, I'm just like, okay, like so someone won and someone lost, and were they were either of them really any good at all? <laughs> like, no, serious. Yes, yes, I agree. So uh, I that's my reflection on current events. That like. I maybe it's because it was an off year election, but I was like so uninvested in this the 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 races that happened this week, and yeah. I'm just like, you know what? I've kind of come to understand that no matter who wins, they're gonna suck. <laughs> Honest, honestly, I didn't even. I mean, I know that I know I knew that that was happening, but I didn't know. The, I didn't know really what they were talking about. Like, yeah, I don't, yeah. I didn't, it was just kind of like, I don't even know what's going on anymore. Yes. <laughs> like, what is, what is this in our country where you don't even know, like, what is happening? Right, right. I'm so, with you. Well, what's, what current event is on your mind, Basha? <sighs> oh, this may get deep, and I don't want it to get deep. Oh, I'm ready. I'm here for it. Um, I, uh, it's okay. I don't even. I don't. It, it's 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 the it's the police thing, mm, and I don't yes. even. I don't want to get into it because every time I get into it, it just really upsets my spirit. Mm. Um, because it's the I mean, it's what I see every time I'm on Facebook, every time I'm on Instagram, the whole, um, oh, why are you arresting me? I don't, what did I do? Yeah. Like that whole thing. And man, you know, that's so funny. Cause like, okay, I'm not a criminal, but I got stopped by the police wow. and, the, and I didn't really, and that was my first time ever getting stopped by the police. And I was so Nerve. I didn't realize how anxious I could be yeah. from like an experience like that. I mean, he was just like super nice. I mean, he was mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, I just, you know, you were speeding just a little bit, but you know, just give me your, um, you know, your stuff. And I gave him my stuff and I was just like, I'm so sorry. Like I was really freaking yes. out yes. and I had, like, I almost cried. Mm. <laughs> I was like, what? like I was freaking out. Cause I was like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. Right. He was like, it's just a warning for now. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but like just that that one experience made me really realize that are you safe? Like, <laughs> am I safe? Yeah. Like I I just pray. I just pray. And so when I see those videos, I go like, oh my God, I'm pretty sure he's nervous. Yeah. Like as crap. So yes. he's just like like talking. And that's what you do. You just right. talk. Right. You know? So, yeah, hmm. I don't want to get too much into it, but that's kind of what's been on my mind, like just seeing that and yes. just trying to figure out how they're going to, you know, what the next steps will be Yes. for, for the police. But, I don't, yeah. <laughs> well, gosh. Yeah, Basha, thank you for sharing that. I know it is vulnerable. Yeah. And I just, yeah, I, you know, like people like me need to hear about experiences like yeah. that because... Mm-hmm. When I've gotten pulled over, I, I, I've never been afraid. Oh, right. You know that is my privilege. Now, yeah. I have 
I have had speeding tickets. In fact, you're lucky you got off with a warning. I've never gotten a warning. Oh my god. I was Over cute, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> but although I seem to find, I'm never afraid. You know, I'm like, I've never been asked to get out of the vehicle. I've never, right, I've never been asked to put the hands, Oof. my hands over my head. I've, yeah, all yeah, of yeah. that stuff that we see on those videos, I've just never been asked to do. And it's, yeah. be, it's because I'm white. Yeah. And yeah. I, I mean, that's, that's yeah. the reality. I mean, when you see, I mean, it's not so much, maybe not like for a black girl or whatever, but they, that still happens. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they, they see someone there and they think, okay, is he going to be aggressive? And right. obviously, you know, black folk just you know, yes. being us, yes. we, we tend to, you know, if we get nervous, we kind of like, you know, what's going on? Like, yep. you know, it, it just, it, you know, it messes us up a little bit. So, um, you know, I, I hate it. Um, but it's like, what, it makes you wonder, is it always going to be like that? Because mm -hmm. we, you know, yes. how is it, how is it going to change? How can like, we make progress? What are they going to do? Like, yes. what can they do? Because yes. they're always going to be, there's, you know, not all police are bad. Right. But there's always going to be bad people, you know, yeah. and people who judge. So mm -hmm. it's like, what do you do? Uh, I wish I knew the answer to your question. Uh, well, but. thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Um, all right. We end every episode talking about what we learned from that episode. And I'll say, Basha, I am so grateful for your reminder that you must fail to succeed. In order to succeed, you must fail first. It is through yes. failure that we finally learn. Um, yes. And I'm, I'm going to be preaching that to my own students this week. They are. Any of them who are listening to this podcast, you need to be okay with failing. Yeah, you know what? You should really, like, as soon as something bad happens, you should be like, oh, I know my blessing is about to come mm. because, you know, I, I, that's that's just kind of been my thing. Once I, like, something happens, I'm like, okay, ooh, Lord, this is going to be a big blessing. Like, I already yes. feel it. Like, yes. this is, I'm about to overcome something. And you, just, you look forward to that versus being stuck in the, oh, this is happening why does this always happen to me right you know because it's right. gonna always happen to you if you think that way but mm -hmm. you know so that's something i have learned um it's just to be okay with the when the bad things happen just be like you know look forward to what's about to come yes after. yes so for me that's kind of been what i've learned for the past uh was it five years that i've been up here mm -hmm. beautiful yeah. lesson Basha, what did you learn from today? Oh, you mean? Uh, <laughs> and it's okay because I feel I've like I doing, just talked. To you've been doing I'm the sorry. teaching, and I've been doing the learning. So, I'm sorry. No, what, sorry, you are. I mean, you're, I'm you're not sorry. Doing your job. But... You're the guest on this podcast. <laughs> I mean, what? I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't really. I mean, I've learned how to set up a microphone. <laughs> Adam. Right. My name is Adam. 
Oh. Adam, I miss you. Oh. Well, Basha <laughs> Thomas, you're welcome in Rochester anytime. Ah, yay. Yes. Actually, I went to Rochester uh, for Labor Day. And you I did? did. I was in Ro I was in Rochester. And I didn't. I, it's okay. I can go there later. I am so upset now. <laughs> oh my god! I was there for a whole. It was like Labor Day weekend. Like I was there, there. Like I was stayed there. <laughs> I was here. <laughs> so sorry. All right. I next, will visit time, you next time. <laughs> next time. You let me know. Yes, I got you. Uh, I got you. All right. Well. <laughs> Uh, dear audience, I'm sure that you have enjoyed hearing from Basha Thomas as much as I have. So thanks for tuning in. Next week, Phil will be back with us for another Where Are They Now episode. Until then, well, what, does, what do I say? I say, bye for now. And then <laughs> Phil says, adios. Oh! <laughs>